This is the Adulting Under the Influence Podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode, <laughs> an all-new venture, the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. And um, this is our endeavor at bonding. Yeah. We're going to do it so people can be witness to that. See, I'm just doing it, hoping that it will help us do it more. You know, we get we have that connection. We like, we sit here and we talk, we converse. Remember how funny and witty each other is? When you say do it more, do you mean talk more or do it more? Do it more. Okay. Just <laughs> Not talk more. <laughs> what guy wants to talk more? You Come talk on. a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Sam. I hope this will help us connect and remember all the things we found witty and funny about each other. And then when we're done, like we'll hit stop on recording and just tear each other's clothes off and go at it right here in this room. That's my goal. It's the whole reason I wanted to do this. Hmm. Did you have other things in mind? I just thought it'd be fun. Oh, okay. I mean, my way will be fun, too. At least for me. To be clear, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, especially with your mom watching the baby in the other room. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you two doing back there? Oh, it's a, it is a new podcast. This is, um, I'm calling this part of the High Comedy Network of podcasts. And I'm um, doing our own adventure. Of course, I do... A podcast with my buddy Ray, the High Comedy Yeah, does he pod. know we're doing this? I don't no, actually, want, I haven't even really talked to him. Yeah, I don't want you know, I don't want him to get all butt hurt. Yeah, I know he's going to think I'm cheating on him with you. Mm-hmm. You whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to cry. It's mm-hmm. all right though. We'll comfort him. It'll be okay. We'll cook him a good meal or I mean, something. Mean you. We'll do these things. <laughs> I mean, just, we'll cook him a good meal. We'll pour him a drink and be like, "It's going to be okay, Ray." Also, you will do these things. Okay, I will. <laughs> I will cook a good meal. And you two can make fun of me. That always makes you both feel better, right? Yes, that's true. All right. So we decided <laughs> to do this podcast, just kind of a, you know, a comedic, sarcastic look at life, relationships, marriage, um, the world in general, just the crazy shit in the world. Um, did we say the name of it yet? Yeah. Adulting Under the Influence. Oh. I did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the intro music though. Once I get that put together, it'll be in the na- oh. the name will be in the intro also. So, I'm but we should probably still say it at some point, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, every once in a while, at least the AUI pod, AUI pod that works. Mm. What? Nothing it makes me think of something related to work. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just makes me think of like a DUI. Mm-hmm. When it's AUI. Mm, yeah, works. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we are, first episode, starting off <laughs> swimmingly. <laughs> so, um, Jean, tell us a little bit, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your life, where you're from, how you wound up here. Hmm. <laughs> that is the question. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the, the real question is, how did I wind up back here? Very true. When where is here? Where Nobody is Nobody even here? knows that yet. We are Such on... Such mystery. We are on the beautiful island of Oahu in Hawaii, and I was actually born here the day I was born, was here on this you island. You were born here the day you were born? I was. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I think it was at least a couple days later. Yeah. And uh, so it was my brother, 
and then my parents moved my parents were in the military and so we were both born here and uh lived, spent a short very short period of time in new jersey and then spent the majority of my life living in uh, florida and despite being from florida like you don't have a meth addiction and you don't like you know have this like long criminal history of like you know fighting off 10 cops while masturbating and high on meth so i mean props not a long history no no i mean just you know, <laughs> just a couple times nothing major <laughs> yeah so move have moved around um lots of you know lived in lots of places and uh, I'm a veterinarian, went to vet school at the University of Florida and left there. Go Gators, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not into sports that much, like yeah. at all. Um, we'll come back to that probably. Went and lived in Virginia for a couple of years, then got to live in Italy for three years. That was all pretty awesome. Um Unfortunately, had to leave there and went to Texas and did my residency at Texas A&M. Uh, I'm definitely more of a Gator fan than an Aggie fan because what the fuck is an Aggie? And those <laughs> people are fucking brainwashed. Like, <laughs> it's fucking weird there. Like, super weird. Then um, wound up going to Colleen for a few years where I guess fortunately I got to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately it's for you. It's yet to be determined how, how fortunate that is for you. Uh, yep, and then work moved us here. Well, you know, they were going to move me here, and then I was like, hey, why don't you come along? <laughs> Want to go too? Yeah, so here we are. Here we are, living together, married for a couple of years. Yeah, and, um, two of them. Yep, living the life here in Hawaii. Yep. It's fucking beautiful. I mean, we see the ocean every day. We can see the ocean from our living room. Like, that's one of those things to me that, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's pretty, <clears throat> pretty magical. I spent my entire life in Texas. Uh, 37 years I lived there. I lived in several different areas of Texas, which is almost li like living in different states. Mm -hmm. I lived, grew up in West Texas near Lubbock. Then I moved to far east Texas, northeast Texas, east of Dallas, about 100 miles. Then in the Dallas area for a few years, and then down in the Colleen area. And... All very different regions, but nowhere near the ocean. Like, never did I be like, I'm going to cruise down to the beach for the afternoon. Like, that was a five, six-hour drive. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> I ever was to the ocean. So, moving here was such a dramatic change. Um, also, there's not really many mountains in Texas. You know, they're, like, out on the far west side around El Paso, there's some, like, big, mm -hmm. like, doo-doo brown mountains <laughs> down there on the far west side that just... Nothing uh, overly attractive about them. Nothing overly appealing. They're just big brown fucking rocks. And you get here and there's these giant green ridged mountains and the most beautiful blue ocean. Except we can see it from the living room sitting on our couch. It's fucking amazing. Want to go to the beach? It's a five minute ride up the road to one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Yep. It, like so many people save up. And work hard so they can come visit here once in their life, yep. you know. It's a lot of people sweet. don't get to. So, And a lot of people that come here don't even see this beach because it's not the touristy destination. Uh, and we forgot to make you another drink before we started. Yeah. That's a fucking shame. Yeah. Um, well, we may have to pause here in a minute just so we can get you another drink going mm -hmm. here. Um, Gin the glass of Prosecco. I am enjoying a nice Hawaiian beer, the Hanalei Island mm. IPA. So, One of my favorites. Yeah. It is the adulting under the influence podcast, so we have to yeah. be drinking. That's like 
alcoholic pog. Mm-hmm. Well, pog flavored beer. Yeah, less sweet though. Yeah, it's it's not overly sweet for being a passion orange guava flavor. You know, flavored beer. It's it's really not. Um, and back to my history. I've done a lot of jobs. I worked in radio for a while when I was younger. Um, <clears throat> worked in the oil field. I worked police dispatch for several years in the Dallas area, and then became an electrician. And I've done that ever since. Um, never really wanted to be an electrician, just kind of fell into the job and figured out I was pretty good at it. You can make decent money doing it. So I stuck with it. Um, I've done it in three different fields. I've done industrial, residential, and commercial electrical work. Uh, now do primarily commercial when I do it. So <laughs> um, that's my career path so far. Um, not my long-term career path, but that's where I am now. Um, enjoying living in Hawaii, too. Um, I was married, had a kid, divorced, then met Jean, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we have a little one now, four mm-hmm. and a half, almost five months old. Wednesday, five months. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It's insane. It doesn't even seem possible that he's already five months old. No, <laughs> no it doesn't. So uh, my other son, he's 12. Um, he's in Texas at this time. Hopefully we'll be here soon. Mm-hmm. And um, he's my my hiking and kayaking buddy. He's my little partner in crime. Like <laughs> we had great adventures over the summer, like all summer here. That's what we did. We hiked, we kayaked, we snorkeled, we went to the beach. We had a close encounter with a shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was exciting, yeah. and um, yeah, just love to do fun shit with him. So looking forward to having him back to go on adventures with. And I uh, was living in Colleen and divorced and was like, well, I guess I should like try to meet somebody so I don't just sit in the house and masturbate like all day <laughs> when I don't have my son, when he's with his mom. Like, Because for a while, that's what I did. I sat at home and I would drink, play video games and masturbate. Because what else is you know, a guy in his mid-30s going to fucking do? Hmm. Freshly divorced and doesn't really know anybody. I mean, I had like one buddy, but he was you know, busy with family stuff, starting a new business, mm-hmm. had a bunch of shit going on. He was like my only buddy there locally. So <clears throat> it was just, it was just me and the dog. So my big dumb fucking moose of a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him. I was like, well, you can only masturbate so much. So I guess I'll try to actually meet somebody. So get looking around at dating apps. And of course there was Tinder, which did not appeal to me at all. Like I downloaded it, looked through it and I was like, this is, definitely not what i'm looking for i mean it would be like an alternative to masturbation maybe i mean maybe somebody else would be masturbating for you oh yeah yeah but that was like the most you were gonna find you could find the the right person and do that dutch rudder thing (laughs) (laughs) could have definitely could have um but as far as an intellectual conversation or any type of like connection that wasn't gonna happen i realized that like real quick i was like all right this is not this is not what I need to be pursuing right now. This is not what I'm interested in. I actually like to talk to somebody, drink some beers, have somebody over for to cook for them, maybe cook them tacos. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I downloaded the Bumble app. Scrolling through there. Then I saw this 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 chick, this woman, and she was like she was pretty hot. She was hot and she was like tattooed up and like talked about her music preferences in her profile and I was like, Oh, this is interesting and swiped right and hoped for the best and what do you know, before long I got a notification that sweet she swiped right on me too. <laughs> and uh she sent me a message 
Because on Bumble, one of the things that drew me to Bumble was the the woman has to message first. Like, that's the rules. Like, you guys can't message a woman. And she sent me a message said saying something to the effect of, I'm going to need to know more about this deep fried grilled cheese. <laughs> so began the journey that would change my life. <laughs> um, started, Jean started the conversation. It continued. We talked. I invited her over for dinner one night, and she accepted. I was like, wow, she's brave. Probably armed. Not going to fuck around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, decided to make tacos, and um, Jean asked, what can I bring? I was like, well, um, I no, don't know. No, that's not what happened. Okay, you, you explain the, the, the finer details of this. Yeah. Just just the date part, or? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the date part. Like okay. How the- yeah, so... Um, I said, what kind of beer will you have? He was like, do you want to come over? And I was like, what kind of beer will you have? And you said, well, what kind of beer do you like? And I was just like, never mind. I'll just get the beer. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. And you did. I did. And thankfully. I also bought beer because I was like, I was at the store and I just happened to see it. And it was, uh, I don't remember even what brand it was, but it was a jalapeno flavored beer. It was like Mr. Mm-hmm. Jalapeno or some mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm surprised I don't remember the name better. <clears throat> but I was like, okay, well, I'll pick this up. I'm doing tacos. Jalapeno beer should go well with tacos. If it doesn't suck. If it does, she's bringing beer anyway, so it'll be all right. I can take the chance. So I did, and it was the second worst beer I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> like, it was so fucking bad. Both of the worst beers I've tasted were both pepper-flavored beers, too. Mm. Uh, the other one was Ghostface Killer, and it's like... A blend of like seven different chili peppers, and like it literally just tastes like pepper sauce. It did not have any beer flavor Sounds whatsoever. Terrible. <clears throat> it was disgusting. But the jalapeno beer I bought for that evening was almost as bad, and um, it was a smoked jalapeno beer, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. oh, it was so bad. And I was so thankful that you brought a six pack of Shiner Bock, mm-hmm. which was my go-to beer in Texas. So I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, that, and it's just a good beer. Yep. So. That worked out well. We had a nice dinner. Sat down on the couch to watch something on Netflix and let Jean pick, and she picked a stand-up special. <laughs> Shocking to me. I was, I was like, whoa, she just picked a stand-up. I mean, it was Amy Schumer, but still. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know whose jokes they were we were listening, we were listening to, but it was Amy Schumer performing them. And um, <clears throat> I was impressed you picked a stand-up special. I was like, wow. Hmm. Because I've always been such a like huge stand-up fan. That's like that's been my passion for as long as I can remember. Is just like I've always been a enormous fan of stand-up comedy in general. Always wished I had the balls to do it, and never did until the last year. And it's been over a year. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's over a year. So and then COVID hit, and <laughs> all comedy hopes and and pastimes went away. But yeah, you did pick a, a stand-up special for our first date. Had a great time. Ended the evening with a hug. Mm-hmm. And your and dog barking crazily at me. Yeah, he did that. that he just does that. And yeah. It took him a while to get used to, but mm-hmm. he loves you now. Mm-hmm. You're definitely his favorite. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you and the 12-year-old, mm-hmm. you two are his favorites. So you're his people. And then there's like, oh, yeah, there's dad, too. Both of the dogs are kind of that way. Both of the cats are kind of that way. <laughs> My 12-year-old's kind of that way. <laughs> oh. 
the baby's going to be that way. He's too young now. He's just like, That's I don't true. know who's got a bottle. <laughs> who's going to feed me? Who's got the milk? Yeah. All right. You're my favorite right now. Yeah. His, his, uh, his favorite is definitely situationally dependent. Absolutely. It's who's got the bottle. Who's going to feed me? Who's going to not make me do something I don't want to do? Like be on the changing pad or go to sleep <laughs> in my crib. These are things I don't want to fucking do. So if you're making me, you're not my favorite right now. Mm -hmm. Mom's in the living room on the couch. She's my favorite. <laughs> and I need to be with her. But that's the baby's motivation for everything. So the next night you called, yep. asked me out, and um, asked, asked me if I wanted to go to a bar. And I said, yeah, sure. And um, a little bit later you texted me. He's like, hey, uh, you want to <laughs> come pick me up? Because I've already been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't need to drive to the bar. It was like after it was like nine o'clock at least when I texted you. Eight, between between eight and nine o'clock, I think when yeah. I texted you, and I'd been drinking since I got off work at like four thirty or five. <laughs> I was at I was at the second bar I'd been to that night when I texted you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, invited me to go out to meet you at the bar. I said yes. And then text me a little later. Yeah, you want to come pick me up because I probably don't need to drive. I was like, I like her even more already. <laughs> We're going to get along just fine. And I uh, ended up going to a bar you had heard there was going to be live music mm -hmm. at. A um, little bar called The Canteen in Harker Heights, Texas. Is that Harker Heights or is that Colleen? That's Harker Heights. Okay. Yeah. So we went to The Canteen and had a splendid evening. Um, Which is, Harker Heights is one of the towns in Texas with like the most like alcoholics or bars or something like that. Like, I guess. In a small area. Yeah. That makes sense. There are quite a few bars. It's up more there. than clean. Yeah, clean also covers a lot more area. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of bars in clean too. The bars are really a in a lot of drinking in Harker Central Heights. Texas. Yeah, I mean the Colleen Harker Heights area, Temple Belt, and down to Austin. Mm. So many bars in Austin. Mm -hmm. But we fit in there well. Um, so we had a good time. Had a splendid evening at the canteen. Mm -hmm. um, made out a little bit in the bar. Mm -hmm. We were both uh, had some drinks and. Felt comfortable and ended up making out, and then felt comfortable because I made the first move. Well, you did put my hand on your leg, so <laughs> she, she, in my defense, she was wearing some short shorts. Though I mean, I was already looking; I'm sure she had <laughs> noticed. And then, like, she just took my hand and put it on her thigh, and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then she leaned in, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna, oh cool, we're gonna make out at the bar." <laughs> Jesus, it's like it's like being 22 again. <laughs> Except I really didn't do that when I was 22, <laughs> but still, you know. So I made out at the bar, and then she took me home and um, took advantage of me and had her way with me <laughs> on her couch. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no argument or anything. I love that. I mean, I was this innocent flower that she just... I made everything pretty clear to you. <laughs> you did. I'm very direct with my words. I liked the, as we were getting out of the car, you were like, you can come in. But I don't know if you can stay the night. <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> and I wasn't even assuming I was coming in. I've been, you were like, and I could tell you were thinking something and you were like debating it in your mind. And then you were like, you can come in, but I'm not sure yet if you can stay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll come in then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something I'd say. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> is. So, and then here we are. Living in Hawaii with a baby and mm -hmm. middle of the day, 
having a drink while your mom watches the baby and we this record a podcast. Saturday. Yeah, it is Saturday. It's it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. Day drinking's acceptable. We're recording this on a Saturday. We're not sure what day it's going to drop yet. We've got to finish get everything, getting everything set up so we can get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, I'm going to try to have this everywhere. I think maybe someday we need to try to do a um, video mm-hmm. podcast. I like have a camera set up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually like upload it on YouTube. It'd be fun. We'll need a more powerful computer for that. Yeah. That um, will we'll handle more than one program running at a time. But definitely something that I could see in the future. Um, back to Bumble, where we met. Mm-hmm. So Bumble very was very different than Tinder. Um, the the fact that the woman had to make the first move was very appealing to me, and it didn't seem like a total like just meat market. You know, it wasn't the fuck spot of the. There were still people trying. Oh, absolutely, for sure. But there that that wasn't what it was about. Tinder is one hundred percent the fuck spot on but people do meet and like get together and marry each other on tinder they do i mean they they you know may end up licking each other's taints on the first date but maybe that's their thing and they they fall in love afterwards and be like i want to taste your taint for the rest of my life and you know they find love in mysterious ways but Mm -hmm. uh, bumble was different like i said it was Mm -hmm. more of a you know actual meeting people and conversation type thing and that's what i think drew me to it Mm -hmm. and the fact that i didn't have to sound like the creepy guy sending the first message Mm -hmm. because it really doesn't matter what you say like i just always feel like the pervy dude if i send the first message so what drew you to bumble was the same same kind of things or yes um so i guess first what drew me to using a dating app (laughs) so i was uh going through a lot of personal stuff as often happens and um i'd also been uh recently divorced but separated for quite a long period of time and um just kind of going through some other crazy shit and knew i i knew it was time to actually probably start trying to date again and um wanted to wait just a little bit though because i was in my I was doing yoga teacher training and um, as you know when we met I was uh pretty occupied my time was pretty occupied with all work related and create creative endeavors you know I was you were doing all the things I was doing all the things I was working full-time at my regular job and then I was doing relief work at an emergency veterinary hospital one weekend a month and doing my yoga teacher training two weekends a month and I'd been doing that since january and we met in june and still found time to corrupt me weird right it's about priorities um so so uh i wanted to wait my training was supposed to end in july and i just i wanted to just wait but then i kind of found myself engaging in behaviors that i knew were probably going to get my get me in trouble one way or another (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, all right, Jean, it's time. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I also chose Bumble because I liked that the woman had to initiate contact. And in all of my uh, relationships slash, not all of them, but most of my relationships slash sexual endeavors, I always made the first move. (laughs) (laughs) It was was familiar territory for you. Yeah, so I just, you know, there was something about that that I liked and, you know, to, 
and being the type of person I am, I was like, what does one say on these apps? You know, like, I, like I, you know, I was like actually like researching like the types of things. I was like, well, don't just say hi, you know, say something. And that's, you know, what um, brought me to asking you about your deep fried grilled cheese sandwich. Great opening line, too. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So, uh, and it's, it's funny because like, you know, um, you <laughs> mentioned like that you could I think we both paid for like the up, an upgrade yeah which by the way there is a um, class action lawsuit against Bumble for that paid upgrade thing I got an email about it the other day I meant to tell you about it what's that um, I guess there was they did something illegal but it depend and how much you get in the class action depends on how many people respond but yeah there's a there's a class action lawsuit for everybody between like 20 14 and 2020 that paid for the upgrade well i didn't get that email i'll forward it to you it was okay. interesting i got to look into it and make sure it's a legit thing but yeah 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 so like you know so that the, the upgrade was just so that you could you only were seeing people that you not only seeing but you were seeing people that had already like swiped right on you right like it wasn't just this like you look at a person you swipe right or left and then you just move on it was that there was a way to see the people you could still do that but there was a way to see at least a handful like i think for women it was like you see five or ten at a time um or at least from for me i don't maybe that was the same for men i'm not really sure Um, i think so but i don't remember and so you could just so kind of just weeded things down a little bit yeah and i just remember like there'd be times when you you wouldn't couldn't see all of them at the same time but i'd be like oh a hundred people have you know swiped right <laughs> on you <laughs> yeah or in my case three people have swiped right <laughs> on you. that's the way it is when it's a guy i mean it's it's always going to be you know any guy it's gonna be like three to five people swiped right on you and then for a woman nine thousand seven hundred and forty two <laughs> people swiped right on you it's just the way it goes. Yeah. So I don't know about some of your experiences on it, but um, there was there was one guy who certainly wanted it to just be like a Tinder type thing, um, which is fine. He was very honest and upfront about that. And actually, Julie and Eddie had taken my phone and was just like liking and messaging people. <laughs> and... Um, the guy was very blunt about well he said it like he wanted sex in his profile like that was a thing like yeah which was fine and you know he when you know he it was you're very flexible gene of course because i have that one yoga picture of me yeah i remember there. yeah i know <laughs> I, I still have that picture of you i think we have that picture somewhere in this house oh we do but i mean i have it on my <laughs> phone as well it's, uh, so it's called spank bank <laughs> so he was he was just like did you read my profile and i was like yeah you know but there was things like you know cuddling on the couch and watching netflix and lots of sex and that's but he was like you know what lots of sex and blah 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 and i was like well that's cool but first i gotta make sure i like like you and i don't mean like like you like i want to like date you but like yeah at least can tolerate yeah and he just, I know he, picky like, bitches I swear to god he like disconnected she wants to know if she can tolerate me I don't need to, her to tolerate me I just need her to take my dick I mean like what yeah. the fuck is wrong with this woman <sighs> so um <laughs> I was like that's cool and then there was an, another guy which will bring him him back out because I do want to talk about that the um situation with my coworker. 
employee. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we will do, we'll, we'll get back with that. Yeah, we'll get back. But to anyway, that. there was another one who really did want to want to meet, and it just it never happened. And finally, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Here's my phone number. If you ever want to actually like get together and like stop whatevering, however you do that, unmatched or whatever." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I didn't really have any craziness off of there. Like, I have a friend who is on Bumble now. We've talked about this. And, like, she has absolute fucking horror stories. Like, we should have her call in sometime mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. podcast to mm-hmm. just tell her Bumble horror stories. Um, she has a couple funny stories, but, like, just the, the fucking horror stories she has about dudes. Like, there was a guy that lived, like, four hours from her that she had been <laughs> talking to for a couple days. And,. Then she told him, you know, look, I'm I'm not even sure I want a relationship right now, a serious relationship. I definitely don't want a long distance relationship. So, you know, you seem cool, you seem great, but not gonna work. And then the entire next day he blew her up talking about what an amazing life he was trying to build for himself, and he really thinks that they could share this together. They've been talking for like a day or two, and this guy is like texting her nonstop all day the next day about how he wants to build a life with her, like I feel like this type of situation doesn't get as much press. You know what I mean? Like people always think about the girl doing that, like the girl doing these types of things. But like, I've certainly been on the receiving end of things like that where a guy's done something. Just goes full stage five clinger. And yeah, like I remember, I want to marry you and have your babies. this, This one guy who was an older guy. I was in Atlantic city with not so much a friend, but kind of like old family but not like blood relative type thing. Yeah. She was a lot older than me, but we were at, we were at this bar in Atlantic city and, um, I'm very clear, you know, like you can come in, but I don't know if you can stay. Yeah. So guys talking to you at the bar, wanting to buy you a drink. Let's just be clear. I'm not sleeping with you. <laughs> very clear. Yeah. <laughs> and just going to throw that out. There. Just, I just want to be clear. Like if you, you know, and no expectations. No expectations. You know, we'll talk, whatever. But I just want to be very clear that, you know, I'm not going to sleep with you. And he was just like, it's not all about you. And you must be really full of yourself. Fine, you buy your own drink. And we still chatted and stuff. And, you know, it wasn't like off-putting. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. And I had like texted him. He like taken a picture. I would taken a picture of him and texted him or something. So he had my phone number. And like the next day, it wasn't like a blowing up my phone type thing. But it was just like a, he did say he was like, I could totally love you. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> like, you got to wonder, is the guy really a clinger or is he like, well, maybe I can turn that I'm not ever going to sleep with you into a, well, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight, but maybe tomorrow. Like, is he doing that because he thinks that's what you want to hear and that's what will get you into bed? Or is he fucking crazy and could, is like, I could see myself loving you. I don't know. It was really weird. It is weird. Like, I don't, and I've known guys like that, that will be like complete douchebags and arrogant, you know, acting arrogant and cocky. And like, they're, you know, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get some of that. I'm going to get some of that. And then a girl doesn't put out and he's like, but I really love you. I think, I think I'm falling for you. And I'm like, dude, you met her two days ago. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) She said no. And it's killing you. Like that's, you know, I don't know what it was about, but that was weird. I I didn't reply. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was strange. That yeah. Was, that was an interesting time. 
Well, I remember we um, we were out on a date, and we were you and I were we've been seeing each other for quite some time at this point. We were at the brewery in um, Salado and the Barrel Brewing, and they were having a big event. And I saw a woman there, and I'm like, "Where do I know her from? Where do I know her from?" And then I remembered, "Oh, I know her from Bumble." <laughs> talked with her for a little while it was just weird it was like a woman that i'd matched yeah i did tell you yeah i was like like, man that woman that because she had walked off by the time i could get your attention to try to tell you about it and i was like yeah like there was a woman that was talking with me on bumble and she was like a few years older than me and um i wasn't i got the feeling she was still married but maybe her husband just worked out of town or something like it was there's something kind of weird like she talked about how they're well yeah there's most of the time it'd be perfectly fine if you just come over to my house and hang out i'm like yeah we we go get a beer somewhere or something sometimes she's like yeah i don't know about being out in public Mm -hmm. and being seen with you or anybody but you Mm -hmm. know you could just come over to my house but we got to make sure what day it is so you can come over typically not on weekends but Mm -hmm. on weekdays during the day i'm like you're fucking married and your husband either works out of town or something, something is going on Mm -hmm. here because it was really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, so I just, I did not, I did not pursue that any farther. I thought you were going to talk about the time that I was asking you to tell me what was nice about women's asses. (laughs) (laughs) And we pointed to that. We pointed to the one that was at the, at the bar ordering and yeah, you're like, what about hers? And then she turned around and she worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was funny. And you're like, how about her ass? Is that one nice? I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty nice ass. Oh, hey, we know her. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> hey, and then she sat with us. That was funny. Nothing awkward there. <laughs> hey, what, what are you doing? Oh, we were just checking out your ass. What are you up to? <laughs> Getting a beer, obviously. I know, because you had your back to us at the bar and we were looking at your ass. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it's still not as bad as your employee that also knew me from you know yeah from a different app yeah well, <laughs> website more than app but yeah mm, looked like an app to me I is it more of a website yeah it was just a website i never oh. had an app or anything no, for you, that, i don't know that site, okay i just assumed no it's um, just like a fetish website mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah so well what's funny is before we'd match she'd actually shown me your picture <laughs> but I didn't like remember that at all. Yeah. And um this one had some issues this person who worked for me and uh <laughs> when I was like, "Oh, hey, here's the guy that I'm I don't even think we were whatevering at that point, maybe. I'm not sure." And no, we weren't. We hadn't even met yet. Oh, yeah, the guy I'm talking to then. Yeah, there's the guy I met on Bumble. And the guy I, showed, I might be whatevering later. Showed them one of the pictures and she was like, oh, that's Jay. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I showed you a picture of him. I used to talk to him on this website, whatever. Yeah. And she showed me a picture. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Who's <laughs> the guy? Looky there. So she was like a, a really, you know, very insecure person, as you know. You picked up on that. And, yeah. And, um, Certainly, and she had some weirdness with me anyway. Like, I'm, I was the type of boss, though. Like, I could separate work and personal relationship. And um, she, I don't know. She just had this weird thing against me. And, like, it was just, it was just strange. And anyway, but I was, you know, when she knew I'd started talking to you before we'd met, I was kind of like, hey, um, 
you know, if this makes you feel weird, I don't, you know, I'm not going to pursue anything. And she's like, oh, no, no, you know, this, there was this, but like, it's totally fine. It's like, okay. You got to say what you mean and mean what you say. (laughs) So, um, so yeah. So, and then it, then I was like, you know, just so you know, I was like, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I was like, I'm not going to say anything to him that, you know, like we know each other or anything like that. And, um, after some stuff had happened at work, I took her out to lunch one day so she and I could talk. And she told me that, I think this was in July. She told me that you had messaged her again on yeah. this. And I was like. I think I'd actually texted her. I don't She's know. Like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, and I do remember why now, too. Because she showed up as a suggested friend on Facebook. It's, you know, people you may know. Uh-huh. There was her. And I was like, well, that's weird. How would it suggest her? Because we don't have any mutual friends. Little did I know at the time we did have a mutual friend and it was you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was a little bit more than just that. That because I think you saw that she had posted something on something that I had Yeah, she did, but that wasn't until after. Like she posted that later on that same day. I had messaged her because I saw her as a mutual friend and I'm like, How do I how do how do we know each other? Anyway, and I texted her and then later on I saw that same day I saw that she had commented on something of yours. I was like that's how that's how yeah it it was weird like you had your facebook thing set very private so a lot of people Mm -hmm. that we were mutual or that you know we were mutual friends with or whatever you know if if there was somebody that it suggested that you were friends with it wouldn't always tell me you were friends with yeah so it would just say one mutual friend but it wouldn't say who Mm -hmm. so so she told me that you'd message her and stuff and i was like and we weren't like you know We'd been talking for a yeah. month, maybe. And um, I was just like, okay, I don't really care. Like, like if that, if, that want, if that wants to happen, that's fine. But, like, it was, but at the time I was like, but it's not appropriate. Like, it's not appropriate for she and I to be potentially seeing the same person, right? right. Like, like, that's not really appropriate. Yeah. So I started thinking, I remember I called Julie about it and she was just like, who she already had some issues with this person anyway, just because of work related <laughs> stuff. And she yeah. was just like, she thought she was like throwing it in my face that she had t- talked to you. And, um, so I was like, okay. I went and I, I told her, I was like, look, we got to tell, like, I got to tell him that we, we got to tell him we know each other, mm. you know, it's going to come out. It's going to be weird. Like, I, you know, if, if you did keep talking to her and, you know, if things started mm. to happen, like whatever, but like, we gotta he's gotta know like we can't just keep this a secret anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah and by the time you actually approached me with it i already knew because i'd seen her comment on your facebook thing and i was like that's our mutual that's why yeah and you were like oh yeah i was gonna tell you about that yeah it's like okay it's like well you know yeah and i don't i i'm sure i probably said something similar in that you know like she works for me so yeah. Like, if that's going to happen, this can't happen. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> and, and, like, I know she had told you, she's like, you know, he didn't text me anything inappropriate or anything. Yeah, like that. no. It was, it was just like, hey, how, how are you doing? doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, but, funny, yeah, that was. Funny story, though, is like when she and I were at that lunch and she was talking about um, this guy that she, she was talking to on Bumble. She was on Bumble at this point, And it was the same guy who. <laughs> 
who like said, well, I guess this is never going to happen, but here's my phone number in case you ever want it. <laughs> that's who she was talking about. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. That is hilarious. Mm. I had another guy, too, who was like, like, I'd get, like, these, like, I'd ask a question, I'd get, like, this, like, one-word answers, like, hours yeah. later, like, 12 hours later or something like that. Yep. And he <laughs> would, and then he was like, well, here's, you know, here's my phone number in case you want to keep talking. And I was like, cool, but I'm going to need more than just, like, one-word answers. And I, he didn't, like, unmatch me or whatever, but he didn't. I didn't hear anything else. Never responded. So I was like, you got to have a little bit of a personality. There has to be some back and forth here. Not just. Yep. Yeah. You asked me anything about myself. Want to fuck? It it wasn't even (laughs) that. Like it was just. (laughs) Just weird. Yeah. I think, you know, I feel I feel like some of those guys may have maybe they're just out of a long relationship and they're, you know. So you don't know how to talk to a person over a text message? I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're. Maybe their ex was just kept them so browbeat that, you know, they're terrified to speak unless they're spoken to. I've known guys like that. But he was spoken to. Well. He was texted to. Yeah, but keep it short and sweet and don't piss her off. I've known guys that that were like that, that their wife had browbeat them so badly that they were just like terrified to speak. I know one guy whose mom fucked him up like that. Oh. Like to the point where he, he was like, I wish I was gay because it would just be easier because then I wouldn't have to deal with women anymore. Like, he was terrified of women. He could just go pay a prostitute. That would still be contact with a woman. It, yeah, it wasn't. but, like, what, do, like, okay, so, so if you're gay or you're not gay, like, that's, like, you don't, you don't have to come into contact with women at all. Well, no, but, I mean, he wanted it, but he was terrified of them. He wanted to come in contact with women, but he was so scared of them he couldn't. Yeah, so just pay somebody. I to guess I don't. Yeah, his mom fucked him up. She was like super religious, batshit crazy, fucked up deal. He had some cool cars though. He had a couple '57 Chevys that were pretty sweet. Mm. Um, on Bumble, was there anything that was an immediate? Hard pass, no go. Like if you saw it in their in their profile, was there anything that just immediately you were like not going there? Nope. Probably anything about Jesus. Yeah, anything about religion in general. Like, I see. I guess it would have depended. It would. It would have just. I don't. Know, I guess it would have depended on the vibe that I got or the context of it. But anything Jesus related, with the, I guess with the exception of Jesus, I would have been like, Meh. yeah, yeah, you know, or God fearing or anything like that. That would have turned me off. I'm here for two things, eating ass and loving the Lord. <laughs> that should have been my profile. <laughs> nah, we wouldn't have matched. No. Nope. You would have thought it was really funny and be like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. Because you would have known it was sarcastic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it was East Texas, it might not have been a sarcastic thing. But it was Central Texas. It was a little bit more progressive area than you know Northeast Texas. Where, I mean... They have Tinder apps there, but they're just double as family reunion apps. So, not simpler. Now, anything but with religion was a big like no fly zone for me, um, and not just not just people that were very into Jesus, but like, if somebody was like, "I'm a staunch atheist," and blah blah blah, like even that was I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'm an atheist too," but I don't need to hear about that in your dating app. Like that doesn't need if if that is so important to you that that's one of the that's your first impression. 
that you want to impart on somebody, we're done here. Like, that's not, that's way down the list for me, you know? Like, my religious beliefs are not that big a part of who I am. Um, Same with political affiliation. Anything about political affiliation, I was like, nope, swipe left. Because, once again, if it's so important to you and you're that fanatic about it that it has to be part of your first impression, we're just not going to get along because it's not what I need to put out there as my first impression. Um, the other one is pre- if they put their preferred pronouns in there. Mm-hmm. Because one of two things, either they're extremely woke and full of shit mm-hmm. or they're not sure you can tell if they're a man or a woman. Either way, I'm not fucking interested. I mean, if, if they're part of the woke brigade and, you know, the dating app social justice warriors, definitely not interested. They're not going to like 99% of my jokes. They're going to spend every minute we're together pissed off at something I said. Or they have more of a mustache and beard than I do, and then I'm definitely not interested. See, I guess the way that I feel like that is in particular, I'm and I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt, is... I'm just putting this out there so we can avoid an awkward conversation later. What, the pronouns? Yeah. Yeah, but like, if your pronouns, if you look like a woman and your pronouns are just she, her, yeah. and if you are a woman, well then, there's not much need for clarification. Like, now if you're identifying as a woman, you're six foot four and have an Adam's apple bigger than my dick, then yeah, you should probably put your pronouns on there. Okay, I, I'm going as a she, <laughs> but I'm packing like a goddamn donkey. So just wanted to let everybody know. Like, if that's the case, absolutely let people know because that's a bad night if you get surprised with that. And if you couldn't tell beforehand, you're probably drunk. Um, But yeah, like, if you're just a woman who looks like a woman and identifies as a woman, I don't need to know fucking hear she, her. And if you say Zimzer, you're a fucking idiot, and I'm definitely not talking to you. We're not doing made-up words here. You can call yourself whatever you want, but I don't live in your fucking fairy tale land. I'm sorry. that, And I'm not calling anybody a they because I took English class. That's not proper English. Weren't all words at one point in time made up words? Good point. Good point. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, how do you make new words? How I do mean, languages evolve? But a word typically describes something, not I'm Zimzer, which means I'm nothing. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. That one bothers me. It's it's ridiculous. Like, it's... See, this is why I don't, like, look at what's going on in the world as much as you do. Yeah. Because then I don't get bothered by stupid shit like this. <laughs> Well, that's like uh, uh, I saw the other day Kamala Harris, the VP elect. Who? Ha- I'm just <laughs> she has her preferred pronouns in her Twitter profile. And somebody posted this was like, the vice president has her preferred pronouns in your Twitter, in her Twitter profile. What's your excuse? And like the responses were fucking amazing. Like, well, first of all, I'm not trying to pander to anybody for votes. <laughs> Mine was just like, because I don't give a fuck. Mine was, oh, wait, I don't fucking post on shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't do social media, so <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> One thing I do want to make clear, though, before we <laughs> before we move on or go too far or get canceled on our first fucking podcast, like, I know there's some asshole out there that's going to be like, listen to this transphobic piece of shit. No, no, no. Calm your tits, son. I don't fucking care. 
I don't give a shit, okay? Like, if somebody has a dick and wants to wear a dress and be called a she or a her, that's fucking fine. You do you. Do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. If you want to dress up like a dog and bark and piss on fire hydrants, and, you know, I don't, I don't care. Do it. Don't come piss on the fire hydrant in front of my house. But still, you know, like, I don't care what anyone does. But just stop getting so butthurt when somebody else makes a mistake. Like the, mm-hmm. like the woman in, I think it was a GameStop. There was a video on the internet within the last year or two. First of all, it was a looked like a huge dude. And with just kind of a bob, blonde haircut. And arguing with the employee. And the, the employee was like, sir. And he was like, I'm a ma'am. <laughs> One of the greatest videos ever. I'm pretty sure I'm trying to find it. Yeah, it is. It was. It was in GameStop. Here. You're gonna give me my fucking money back. Excuse me, sir. There's a young man in here. Excuse me. It's ma'am. It is ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am. Once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. It was a general. Right beforehand, you fucking said, sir. <laughs> she, I don't want to rile her up. She was angry. But. You know what this is similar to? What's that? Sort of. I mean, not exactly, but it's kind of what. You, all right, so like, we both have names that have been challenging for people to say, and we've dealt with that our entire lives, right? People mispronouncing names. Oh, they're last names, absolutely. Yes. And you can either get really mad at somebody for doing that, or you can just be like, well, you know, they didn't mean to. It's not like they did it on purpose, you know, and maybe you correct them or maybe you just let it go because it doesn't really fucking matter. That's the big thing. (laughs) Does it fucking matter? I mean, this person in the in the GameStop was so fucking angry. Like, it's mad. You fucking said, sir. And. Okay, at the end of the day, does it really make a shit? Is it going to change who you are when you go home or who you feel like when you get home that night? Like when you run your bubble bath so you can soak your Adam's apple and try to shrink it down, like is that going to change who you are or what you feel like? No, it's some fucking pimple-faced nerd working at a cash register at a goddamn GameStop. Why is their opinion that important to you? Like, it's, it's narcissism. It's not even an opinion. It was just a simple mistake. Oh, yeah. Not even, I mean, not even that. Like, Even if he knew that this was a trans woman and was just saying it as a jab, who fucking cares? I get called a lot worse than that every fucking day. I work in construction. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> That's what we do. We call each other the most horrific fucking things we can think of all day. At the end of the day, I go home, have a great evening, sleep like a baby. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Half the time, I think they may be joking even when they say that shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the pronoun thing is just, it's one of those gets under my skin. But I know, because you talk about it a lot. I know, I do. I have a whole bit about it for my stand-up, but just have to have a place to do stand-up. So There is an open mic going again, Friday night's um, King's Pizza in Honolulu is doing an open mic now, so might have to give that a shot soon. But going forward, like we're, I'm really excited about this podcast. It's it's going to be very different than the high comedy pod that I do with Ray, um, which is 100% comedy focused. Um, this sometimes I want, you guys talk a lot of politics on it. Yeah, and we talk other shit too. But we try to you know we try to keep it somewhat funny and 
comedy related somehow. We do go off the rails, but every podcast does. This one's going to be a lot more open, I think, just like whatever we want to talk about. Like, I know you don't do much social media, so like I want to show you ridiculous shit <laughs> from the internet and let you marvel at the stupidity of the world. That just makes me sad, though. I don't want to show you things that really make you sad. I want to show you things that will make you laugh. I mean, like, not, not stuff like this woman. Not, or, yeah, See, when I watch stuff like this, I'm like, I'm like, I, I start to, I try to get into the psyche of the person who is recording it. Yeah. Why did they do this? I think this person was recording it because they were afraid it was going to turn violent and they wanted to show the police because they mentioned calling the police a couple times during, if you watch the whole video, like I think the, I think it was a lady that was behind the woman in question, trans woman in question here. And I think she started recording with her cell phone just for like security purposes. If this person becomes violent and attacks somebody, they can't later say, well, they attacked me first. She'd be like, no bitch. I've got it on video right here. You swung mm, first, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I it was feel probably like that, something. That's not that doesn't happen that often, though. Oh no, most of it, so they can post it on World Star or some, you know, fucking website like that, and and get the most likes or the most views, or I don't know. Like when I see something horrific on the streets, like that's not my first instinct. No. Is pull my phone out and and record it. Um, I know when there was last year. I think it was last year. There was a helicopter crash in Kailua here mm-hmm. in Hawaii that helicopter tourist chopper dropped out of the fucking sky Mm -hmm. and hit in the middle of the street and exploded killed everybody on board there were no less than five videos of it and it was you know kailu is a smaller town it's not like this happened in the middle of honolulu a lot smaller town but there were still five people with cell phone cameras if they didn't catch it falling they caught the aftermath and the burning wreckage you know like that was their first instinct pull your phone out get Mm -hmm. footage and it was all over the news, all over the internet, and um, that's that's just the way it is. Everything that happens, it's recorded now. You know, I got a dash cam. We're we're our own worst enemies. We can be. Well, you know, I got a dash cam recently. I haven't hooked it up or mm-hmm. installed it in my car yet, but um, I need I plan to soon. It surprises me how many people have dash cams in their car because you constantly see videos on the internet. And for a while, it was like there can't always be a cop there recording. Oh no, these are just people that have fucking dash cams in their cars. And like, who does that? And then I got a dash cam. So. Yeah, but you got a dash cam because it was free. I did. It was. I would not have bought it, but they uh, they just said if I left a review for the action camera I'd bought the twelve year old, um, they would send me a free dash cam. So I was like. Pfft. Fuck yeah. So, I do want to hook it up. I mean, if nothing else, for the nice scenery around here when you drive around the island. So, worth it. Definitely worth it. But going forward, what do you see, like, what's your vision for the adulting under the influence pod? Mm, So, you know, potentially having guests or, you know, talking about things that are going on, our takes on certain... uh, relationship type things because I think we both have very different not from each other but outlooks on stuff like that different outlooks than a a lot of people do so I think kind of talking about that and sharing that and um yeah just kind of giving our fucked up points of view 
We have plenty of to anybody who wants to listen. Yeah, that's kind of same here. You know, I mean, a, a kind of just a different perspective on life and the things happening in the world, also on relationships and maybe lifestyles and and areas of life that most people aren't familiar with. Maybe that you know that we're not even familiar with. There's there's shit out there that I would like to explore on this podcast and talk about with people that I think would be interesting having guests on. I think it would be fun. Um, some of the guests I would like to have, we've talked about Layla Martin. Mm-hmm. They do the, um, what's the name of the master class that they do? Epic, Epic Lovers. Lovers. Yeah, they do the Epic Lovers master class. I think she would be a fun guest to have on. I would love to have a dominatrix in here, mm-hmm. like actually in studio. Um, when we talked about this before, I'd said to see her spank you and you were like, oh no, <laughs> it's not me that's getting spanked fucker. So killed that fantasy, but I guess it, it could still be fun. <laughs> um, there's also like a, a there's a couple that owns a chain of like swingers clubs mm-hmm. and they do a lot of uh, like pod, they do I think their own podcast mm. and, or at least their own videos on their website or whatever I don't know that much about what they do um, I would like to get either one or both of them on and, and just talk to them just see a different side of things and maybe laugh and have a good time with diff- just people from different walks of life you know mm-hmm. people that uh do kind of the more outlandish shit, you know, that that do things outside the norm. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun, and if if you can make it funny and entertaining, not make fun of them for it, but you know, have a good time with it. I think it could be it could be a good podcast. I think we could be we could learn some stuff, be entertaining, informative, and sit here and shoot the shit for a while, and then, like I said, hopefully tear each other's clothes off afterwards and have wild sex right here on the wood floor. Mm. I'll get a pillow. <laughs> one one for under your back, one for under your head. It'll be okay. Or you can just be on top. I mean, I'm just I'm just spitballing ideas here. I'm I'm an idea man. That's what I do. I'm a problem solver and an idea man. So mm. you're lucky to have me. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look so un. un Unenthused. Yeah, because yeah. I am. Uh-huh. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, our first podcast, and we just hit an hour, so fucking amazing, right? Wow. We did it. An hour, just the two now of us. Now we don't have to talk at all for the rest of the day. Right. And if we go with my idea, three more minutes, and we'll be out of this room. <laughs> all right, well. I wish it only took you three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding, babe. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of the AOI pod. We will be back next week. We'll have another podcast. We're trying to do this weekly, hopefully get like a day of the week that we release our podcasts, but, you know, to see how it goes, getting everything all set up, and hopefully we can get this on a pretty regular schedule and have some fun with it, so. Mm -hmm. Adulting under the influence. The AUI pod. See you next time. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. Bye, y'all. Peace out. Shoots, bro. (laughs) Sorry. Gotta do the Hawaiian thing.